Well, I'm glad you didn't go to jail because jail's not very location independent either. That's the that's the other thing. It's, no, it's pretty. I, it's fairly location dependent. And jail. and I don't think they would have let me podcast from prison. <laughs> Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I've lived in seven different places over the course of my life. (laughs) I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie, which you can find out about at locationindie.com. Trav, why did you mention your former residences Residences. <laughs> Residences. And I am including today. I am including college dorm rooms. Not not like if I moved college like rooms, but are uh, like different areas. <laughs> yeah. Seven different I, I, I hope areas. you I hope you weren't counting the time you moved from the apartment to the dorm. I to was the bed. not. I seven different <laughs> areas, which is interesting because I actually thought it would be way less because I grew up in the same house that actually my mother grew up in. So I grew up in that house all my life, and my parents still live there. And then I've only owned one house that I live in now near them, um, but lived in Japan for a couple of years. Uh, so that was a separate place, a couple places in college, one place in between. And I mentioned it because we're going to be talking today about moving and about if it's a good decision to move somewhere else before you're establishing your location-independent lifestyle, or is it better to like get established and, and have things going and then move? And we're going to talk about the pros and cons of each, the pros and cons of, hey, should I maybe take off first and try to build a business or build a location-independent lifestyle while I'm somewhere new? Or should I maybe try to build it while I'm where I'm at and then take off? And this uh, this was brought about by an awesome member of Location Indie, Traveling Casey. So we're going to get into her question. We're going to talk all about that. But Jay, I don't know if you're sitting there thinking because you got a, a pensive look on your face if you're trying to count out how many places you've lived because... Oh man, that's going to be difficult. Or do you even have a number? You have an no, estimate? no. I think I don't have a number, but oh, this is like, oh, I can't tell you my number. <laughs> I can't tell you my number. Um, no, I think it's pretty much on the low end because I didn't live that many places. I mostly lived on the road. So if, unless you count like every random hotel room and hotel room and truck know, stop across America. <laughs> that's right. I mean, there was, uh, you know, the. I grew up in a house. There was a, I don't know, college, if we call it, count that as one thing. And then I went on the road for a really long time, came to Colorado, lived in a few places there. So, you know, now, now you live in Norway. So not, not that many, you know, I'm not, I'm not good with keeping track of these types of things. I've never I love been. numbers. I'm a nerd for numbers. Yeah. I think it's always fun. If you want a really cool exercise, Heather and I do this at the end and we do it on the Extra Pack of Pants podcast at the end of each year where we count out how many different places that we've slept for the year. Oh. And, and oh, it's, wow. I, tech, what I should do if I was organized was throughout the year, keep track. Instead, what I have to do, it's like, it's like January 5th that I'm going through thinking, 
All right, January 5th of last year, where was I? Luckily, she she keeps good track on Instagram and Facebook. We usually have to go through social media, and her memory is much yeah. better than mine. And uh, last year, I think she beat me by two two beds. Now she wasn't, you know, <laughs> she wasn't sleeping around. I don't think. Uh, no, uh, <sighs> she was just, you know, sometimes our travel things are a little different. So that's always a fun exercise. Well, hey, you uh, you actually added a bed that she's not going to have just the other night when you slept in your car in New York City, right? That's true. That's true. Uh, it is legal. How did that go down? If anyone's wondering, it is legal to sleep in your car overnight in New York City in any borough or any precinct. Doesn't matter. I called the NYPD to ask them, how did it go down? Well, I wasn't planning <laughs> so, on... So like, what a rebel. You're like, I'm going to sleep in my car. Uh, excuse me. Let me just call the police yeah, first yeah. to make sure this is okay. Uh, listen, I mean, I don't want to get a ticket. It'd be like 75 bucks or who knows? Maybe they throw you in jail. That's what I was a little worried about. Like, you know, right. someone wakes me up and I'm in jail in New York City because I wanted to save 60 bucks and sleep in my car. I did it more for the adventure than saving the money. The It just so happened. I was going to this party. I didn't know when it was going to end. I didn't want to get a hotel room because Heather wasn't with me, so I'm not going to waste money or points on that. I didn't want to go up to the hostel because they're all far from this, and I knew I might be getting at like 3 or 4 a.m. So I'm like, dude, I drove into the city. Why don't I just maybe sleep in my car for a couple hours if it's too early and I'm tired and I don't want to uh, drive back? And uh, But I figured this out, Jay, about 30 minutes from getting into Manhattan. So I had no pillows no blankets, uh, and it got down to about 38 degrees. So I slept from 3.30 a.m. with a belly full of pizza to keep me a little warm from 3.30 a.m. to about 5.30 a.m. for about two hours. And then I woke up and drove I like how... I like how you got pizza, like as if you're a bear and you're able to go into hibernation in your car and somehow that's going to keep you warm and surviving for two hours. And uh, Well... I'm glad you didn't go to jail because jail's not very location independent either. That's the that's the other thing. It's, no, it's pretty. I, it's fairly location dependent. And jail. and I don't think they would have let me podcast from prison. So I figured, yeah, all right, let me call yeah. the NYPD. But it is cool. I called him up and I said, "Are you allowed to sleep in your car overnight in the city?" And a guy picked up, and he must have been like 22 years old. You could tell it was just a really young cop. He's like. I, I don't know, man. That, that's a really good question. Let me ask someone who knows. <laughs> and um, he came back. He's like, yep, as long as your car is parked legally in a legal spot, you can sleep in your car. And I said, great, you know more than Google because I'd been Googling it. And that's what led me to just calling the police department because I couldn't find an answer. And he just I, laughed. And he was like, and, I'm, and I, I first told him I was writing a report of cities around the country to see if you could sleep in your car. And I just told him, dude, I'm in your precinct. Please don't wake me up. I'm actually going to sleep in my car. And he laughed. And that was that. <laughs> well uh i think this was an episode of nypd blue once wasn't it the the, uh, the guy who calls up to ask if he can sleep in his car in the ge- city generation in gap i never watched that show <laughs> um bringing us back to the idea of tr- of traveling and moving more than traveling like actually moving to a place or or going somewhere and, and this was brought about as we said from travel travel casey so a great question that she asked inside the location indie forum and she said she was hoping to get some opinions on a on a crossroads matter that she's experiencing. And she lives she's lived in Vegas, Las Vegas for the last twenty four years. But her words, I hate it. We just did a podcast recently about hating stuff. So she's picking up on that theme. She hates Las Vegas. Vegas has nothing to offer me except my friends. My lease is up in March. I'd love to move away from Vegas. But I have the following things that I feel I need to consider. And then she goes into some of her specific life examples and, and family friends and stuff like that. But I think we can 
give a broad general answer to this by listing out some pros and cons of whether someone should maybe choose, you know, when you're digital nomad, when you're location independent, you can live anywhere. That's the goal. But should you maybe start going first to Jay and, and, and saying, I'm going to take off. I'm going to go. There's one of these digital nomad hotspots. I'm going to go to Chiang Mai first and then really get my business going. Or now I'm going to stay where I am and get it going and then go. So there's pros and cons to each. So let's get into them. Yeah, and was Casey saying that she wanted to go overseas, or was she looking to move? She, just, just Casey was looking. I think Casey was looking in the U.S. and she was talking yeah. about um, Portland, Denver, or Seattle—all all great yeah. cities. So um, we're putting a little spin on it, I guess. But also, some of these principles will apply as we as we work through this. And I think, I mean, well, yeah, pros and cons. I mean, Trav, we can just kind of we can go all over the map here. I don't know if you want to list out. Yep. Some of the pros and some of the cons. Let's say that. Let's start with the pros of taking of move. Let's say of moving first before you're fully establishing your location independent business. And and stuff's always going to change. When we say fully established, we mean you're making enough money to live off of you guys. So what are the pros of of going somewhere first, of moving somewhere first, and then trying to establish your location independent business, or really getting up and running after you've moved. Yeah, I mean, well, the most obvious could be, depending on how you do it, economic advantages, right? I mean, if you're, yeah, cheaper. If if you're going to a place that's cheaper and the cost of living is cheaper, like Chiang Mai uses an example, Digital Nomad Hotspot. Uh, I know you've spent a lot of time there. You know, I think you guys what had a motorbike in an apartment for like three or 400 bucks a month or something like that. Yeah, I mean, Chiang Mai, yeah probably one if not the number one place for digital nomads you know right up there and it's very cheap compared to uh u.s you can have an awesome standard of living for a third the price that you would have in the u.s maybe even less so yeah i mean if you're bootstrapping a business or if you're just trying to say retire early or save some money and you know we're all trying to do that for more travel whatever it is i mean it's just simple math right i mean when you when you look at the mathematics of your budget, what goes out and what's going to go out in a place like Chiang Mai. And then you look at what's coming in and you know, you have a business that you're building that's online. Um, it's, it's math. I mean, you can, it, it will work in your favor huge, if you go to the right place. Huge pro. Um, if you go to the right place and, and I would recommend that if someone was looking to do this, unless they had very specific reasons for going to a certain place, um, I would never recommend you try to go to Western Europe and bootstrap your business because it's going to be hard and it's going to be expensive. Come to Norway. Uh, yeah, I would not recommend Norway, <laughs> uh, although Jay is there. So that's a perk right there. But um, yeah, I would highly recommend going somewhere that's, that's going to be cheaper and put you under less financial strain. So a pro could easily, very easily be cheaper and you could be in a really, really cool spot. Another pro, Jay, is that um, as Travel Casey kind of mentioned in her post, it's exciting. Like, like she, she mentioned feeling more energy and enthusiasm than she would if she's in Vegas because she's been there and it's status quo. So that is a huge pro as well is this idea that you're going to be re-energized, reinvigorated because you're somewhere new and it's exciting for you. Totally. It was the next thing I had on the list as well. And I had it written down as you know, a change of scenery. And those were the words I was thinking. It can be refreshing. And you can say, 
tied in with this is a little bit of the travel experience, right? I mean, there's a, there's a freshness to a new place, you know, a lot to explore, a lot of different things. It's an adventure. And sometimes it, that in it of itself can do something to your creative mind, or at least for us, I know Travis and I, I, I you know, just from our conversations, I know, I think we both get creatively inspired when we're traveling, when our scenery is changing, when we're on the move, when we're on the go. And there, there's something about that that you can't underestimate. And people could say, they could scoff at it and say, hey, like, well, you know, you're just taking the same problems and moving them to a different place. Or, you know, you're, you're dealing with the same set of issues. Or maybe if you're going to a place overseas where the, the Wi-Fi could be trickier, whatever. Oh, maybe we're going to get into some cons. We're right, going to get yeah, into yeah, some cons. Yeah. Maybe it could even be more complicated. But... You cannot underestimate the value of just new energy. Good. Yeah. New that's energy. That's the thing that's going to make you feel good. I mean, why not go for it, right? Agreed. You, new energy coming through you. Another uh, pro, I would say, new people um, that you haven't surrounded yourself with before, especially if you do decide to go to a place that is a digital nomad hotspot. Um, not that you have to, but if you do, if you go to Chiang Mai, if you go to some of these areas, you're going to be surrounded with other people who are like-minded, who are, who are trying to get stuff off the ground, who are starting websites, podcasts, uh, Amazon businesses, all this kind of stuff. So if you go to a digital nomad hotspot specifically, the new people you're around aren't just going to be new and fun to hang out with. They're also going to spur you on entrepreneurially in that way as well. So that's a big one is, is new people. Um, and again, bringing that new energy to you from an external factor, whereas you also get new energy from an internal factor of you feeling cool about being somewhere new. Totally. And that's something I had on the list as well. I want to share another con here. And I think a con this or is a, a pro? Uh, sorry, a pro. And I think this is something that probably doesn't work for everybody, but for those that it does, or, or maybe it does. And Maybe certain people are just afraid to actually give it a go. I don't know. Everybody has a different cover level with this. But the idea of what I call the back against the wall strategy, you know, you put yourself in a situation where you're like, I, there's something to you relocating, especially if you go like a, a Chiang Mai or a Columbia, you know, where there's digital nomads, you're like, you're overseas, you're there, you spent money on the plane ticket, you're there. It's like, okay, I got to make this happen. I'm going to make this happen. Or at least I'm going to see if I like this enough to make it happen. Totally. You you don't want to cut. I mean, this sounds harsh. You don't want to come back as a loser. You don't want to come back with your tail between your legs. So you have you have chosen to put yourself your back against the wall. You've chosen to take a stand a little bit and say, I'm doing something that's probably pretty unique in my friend group, in my family group that not a lot of people I know are doing. And so automatically you're taking that step out, which kind of brings me to a pro and it runs right into it, is breaking out of your shell. And so maybe you're someone who feels a little uncomfortable breaking out of your shell at home because, and I think all of us do to a point, I, I know I, when I come home, I act differently a little bit when I'm around people that I've known forever because because you've known them forever because of that reason. So this is a really great way if you're struggling saying, I want to go and do something different, but I'm afraid to start my own business or do something different because you know, you're know you're afraid to take that forward step. Well, this is a way to maybe do two things at once and break out of your shell both you know, in a business way, but also in a life way and say, I'm taking this big step to go. So it, it helps to kind of maybe pull the bandaid off right away all at once and just go and do it. Yeah. And it 
expands your comfort zone tremendously pretty much immediately because it, you know we all have our comfort zones and and when you relocate or you take off you are removing yourself from your your everyday comfort zone and your bubble or whatever putting yourself in a new situation and i've found it seems like most people tend to make it happen if they put themselves in that situation yeah i mean and my last pro jay that again kind of goes into this and i you might have another one um is that if it sucks, you just come home. Here's what, here's what you already know. You already know what it's like where you're at. In Casey's instance, she hates Vegas. So she knows she hates it. A lot of people might not hate it, but you already know where you're at. You, you know what it's like. Not much is going to change in the next three months, six months, a year. You know, uh, probably nothing that major. So you already know what it's like. So by doing this, if it's worse than what you were doing before, then you come home. If it's better, you get to stay. So if you don't do it, you have no idea. But here you at least can balance them off each other and make a educated decision because you've went and done it. Yeah, that's that's huge. And like you said, I mean, you you know, but you don't know what you know until you know, I guess, if that makes sense. So as far as where you're going, it's uh, it can just open up a whole new world and why stay on the same hamster wheel if you already know you're not happy there again change of scenery can do wonders for sure now those are the pros right so we started off with the positives but and and when we say cons i don't want to say it's it's a con because we're just helping you make a thing so this is this would be why you might want to stay put first and start building a business. Okay. So this is a con to jumping first and building the business over there. All right. Yeah. Let me kick this off, Trav, because one thing that you mentioned earlier that I had on my pro and my con list Ooh, is the friends you're cheating. situation. It, it, I don't know if it's a cheat. It's, it's really just uh, two sides of the same coin, I guess, but you got your friends at home you got your support system there. You, you've got your family, potentially. I mean, there's a lot of connections there. Do you want to leave those behind? That can be very hard to leave behind. And on the flip side, when you go somewhere new, it can be hard to make friends. It can be hard to build that support network. So you could take both sides of that. You know, you could say, well, I'm going to be fresh and I'm going to meet new people and they're going to bring me up. But you could also have problems meeting people or it takes time to sort of meet people and to build a network somewhere. And if you're moving around a lot, it can be difficult. I mean, that's why we have an online community called Location Indie because everybody's kind of moving around. So we have all these like-minded people, you know, that can meet up in virtually. I mean, we do meetups in person too. And obviously we do that wherever we can when we're in different places in the world and people are there. But, you know, for the most part, everybody's, a lot of people are just moving around, circulating. So that can be difficult. Yeah. One of the hardest things, I have this on my list just labeled as loneliness. When you go abroad or, or to a new city, you're, no matter what, no matter how energized you are, maybe most of the time by new people, new energy, you, there are going to be times when you're lonely. It, it's bound to happen. Um, and you're going to have to deal with that. And if you're someone who gets lonely really easily, that might be really hard when you're also trying to start a new business because it's going to be weighing on your psyche. So you have to balance, all right, is this new energy going to balance out my, that I get, is it going to balance out my loneliness? The hope is yes. And one of the problems we try to solve 
is loneliness with LI because we say, hey, no matter where you are, you got people in this community that you can meet virtually. You got a podcast you can listen to. I know it's just a podcast, but you know, it's a little bit of familiarity. You got in-person meetups if you're a member of our community, all that kind of stuff. So that is one of the big reasons for having a community like that. But loneliness, one thing you can should consider. Another thing you should consider, and that could be a con to jumping and then starting your business, is are you doing it because you're delaying doing something that's hard, which starting a business or starting a location independent thing or freelance, that's it's not easy. So is saying, oh, I'm going to do it once I get over to Chiang Mai. Is that an escape? Is that a delay? I, this is hard. I mean, there's no right answer. You have to ask yourself these really tough questions and say, am I just putting it off? Or do I really truly believe that if I go over there, I'm going to start it? That's something you have to answer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and you could use that for a lot of things, Trav. I mean, if I don't think it helps anybody if, for example, well, all right, that's a blanket statement. I take that back. But let, let me just use a specific example. The same concept you could apply to a lot of things like taking a class or saying, hey, I'm going to go and study this thing for the next six months and then I'm going to do it. Uh, you know, are you just putting off like, learning it and doing it? Is this school really something that you need to do or this class you're going to take or whatever? Or could you self-study and could you learn more by just taking action, doing it? Or do you have to take this course on entrepreneurship for six months or whatever? I'm just using an example. Well, you know? Let's ask you a question real quick, Jay, with that, with because you're taking Norwegian classes and you have to, they're mandatory. So that makes sense. But that's a big thing that a lot of people do, right? Oh, well, I'm going to start speaking to people in this language once I start taking these classes and get to somewhat of fluency when uh, you might not ever start doing because you might never feel comfortable. So just a, an example that that you're dealing with now, right? Sure. I mean, it just depends on who you are and what you have going on. It's a very difficult thing to to decide. Like, I mean, like you said, Trav, I mean, you have to kind of answer the question honestly for yourself and and look at it and say, is this a like a diversion tactic? You know, is this just something I'm going to do just to feel like I'm doing. And sometimes, you know, that's hard too, because sometimes you just need to do something just to get the ball rolling, you know? So there's, there's something to that too. And, and it's, yeah, you, it's, you can't it's expect tricky, it to yeah. solve all your issues by saying, well, moving somewhere else that's not my home is all of a sudden going to solve all my issues of, of, of these hard obstacles I have to get through and my, my lack of desire to get to start this and blah, blah, blah. It can help as we talked about in the pros, but you have to be realistic and say like, is, is it, it's not going to be the end all and be all. It's not going to be the one thing that helps me. Well, yeah. And if anything, I mean, we always say it's it's tough to build a business anyway, let alone when you're on the move. It's even more difficult. That's why the, the community and everything like that. Well, I, and I think... Uh, Trav... Go ahead, uh, really quick. Sorry. Yeah, one thing I was just going to say is... One thing we haven't addressed is the unpredictable income. I mean, I, that, and that's something... This is another con, but I just think that... That's something you kind of have to come to peace with as as somebody who's going to have their own business. So I, is it is it a con? Is it a pro? Or is it just sort of neutral? I think it's neutral because your income might be predictable whether you are living in the town you grew up in or whether you've moved. Now, if you're keeping your 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 job in the town that you grew up in, and and that's one of the reasons that you're staying there, that might be a good idea to do to keep your job so that the income isn't as important right off the bat. And that's actually one of the things we recommend is, you know, not just leaving a job just to leave it, but maybe keeping it while you're starting to get your side business going. Um, 
Yeah, so I think that's neutral because I think it depends if you're not if you're going to stay where you are, but you're not going to keep your job or you don't have income anyway, or you're going to move somewhere. Again, that comes back to if you move somewhere cheaper, unstable income, better. If you move somewhere more expensive, unstable income, worse. <laughs> totally. What about getting settled? The time it takes to get actually settled in a place. This is another con that I think is uh, something important to talk about because all right, we're going to use a cliche, cliche here. Time is money, right? And you, we can laugh about that. Oh, I'm worth this much. Whatever. But you got to think, you know, you go to Denver, you go to Chiang Mai, you do wherever. It takes time to kind of find a place to get settled in, to get established. And depending on how fast and furious things are happening, you know, if you don't time it right, it could be a real issue if you're moving at the time that a lot of stuff's going on. I have that listed as well. Take some time to get situated. Definitely is tougher if you're if you're moving somewhere versus staying the same place. Now, I, I mean, you have just the time of actually packing up your stuff, getting on the plane, and landing, right? And that maybe that's like a week, okay, of time when all said and done. But you've got all the time of okay, now I'm going to have to actually get situated. I'm going to have to find an apartment. Maybe you go on right away. You know, now you have to mentally prepare. So yeah, it definitely depending on how far you're moving. If you're going to a new culture, if you're going somewhere you haven't been or you have been. You know, if you haven't been somewhere, then you have to find a place to work. You have to get internet set up. You have to find the best cafe. All of that shouldn't cause you not to go. Like, don't let those little things cause you not to go. But definitely realize it could take you a good two weeks, three weeks. If you say right now, if you were to say right now, I'm leaving, I'm going to a digital nomad hotspot. And I'm going to live there for three months and give it a shot. It could take you a good two or three weeks to just actually come out on the other end and start doing the work that you could have done tomorrow if you had stayed where you're at. Some people might be quicker. Some people might be slower. If you're going to go for a year or two, then those couple weeks don't really matter. But if you're in the midst of something big or you've got some momentum and you decide to go, that could that could cut your momentum. What else you got? I have the only last thing as, as a con of jumping first and building it is the setup costs. And and this could uh, this goes with a time to get situated. You know, you're going to have to find a place for a new apartments. So maybe you have to put down a, a down payment. You know, all these little things. Like it might be even cheaper where you're going. So that might not matter. But there is some cost to setting it up. Maybe you have to find a co-working space because you're not going to have internet for a couple weeks. You know, all this kind of stuff. So there are costs that happen as well. Maybe you have to buy new luggage. Maybe you have to get a new computer because where you're going, you're not going to be able to buy some of the stuff. You know, all again, littler things but stuff that are going to cost money. So you want to build that in as well. Um, those are the cons to, to jumping and then, and then building a business. In my mind, everyone's different. The pros sound pretty dang good because it is exciting. And if you work on energy and, and this feeling like if you are stuck in a rut and you truly believe that going somewhere else is really going to energize you and you need to be around new people and you've given somewhere that you live a shot and you've lived there for a while and it's just not working. If you're true to yourself and you and you think, yeah, that's me, I think probably moving somewhere and giving it a chance is is something that you're not going to regret doing. I was going to ask for your end vote and you just gave it and I would 100% agree. Of course, I mean, look, you know, we're the the traveling location dependent we're championing this cause and that's because we believe in it and i would say yes if there was if i had to give a definitive answer uh go <laughs> go with all of your heart 
Go with all of your soul. Have a great time. Make it happen. And at the very least, you'll see if it's for you. And if it's maybe it's not. And maybe it's not uh, that you come back with your tail between your legs. Maybe you come back with your head held high and just say, you know what? That wasn't for me. Or that's not for me right now. And and typically it's not, right? Like one cut or dry. Like you come home a multimillionaire and the town rejoices and names a street after you because in three years you're amazing. Or you come home and like nothing good happened. My life is sucked there. You know, it's like it's going to be in between. Either way, yeah, you're going to have experiences. You're going to meet people. It's going to be a thing in your life. And I think anytime you get out of your comfort zone, that's a good thing. And... It, you know, we're not saying do it irresponsibly or like Travis and we're not saying, hey, like if you're in the position, if you're not in a position to quit your job, like you should quit and just take off or whatever. I mean, you know, be responsible. Do it with the way. I mean, why should I say be responsible? I don't know. Don't be responsible. That's not up to, for me to decide. Do whatever you think you should do. If you're someone like Casey, who's at who, who asked this question in the forum or you're listening to this podcast and, and you're and you've been asking yourself this, like, oh, should I just go first? Or and even if you're like saying, should I travel? Um, uh, should I travel first and then try to build a business? I have some money saved up. I think it'll work. You know, then if you've come to that point where you're asking yourself this question, you're probably falling on the side that is going to benefit from going and doing something different. Not many people come to this this question in their head and then are like, well. You know, like you've come to it for a reason because you've already thought a lot about it and you're ready to go. Um, And I think that you've already overcome the inertia of staying at home that affects most people. And you've since you've already overcome that, you're probably ready to go. So I, I again, my vote would be if you're feeling this way and you're thinking about this, be aware of all the pros and cons. But it probably means that you do need something different and that you're ready to go and, and do it. Do it in a responsible way. <laughs> go, 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 go. Sorry, go, go, sorry. Uh, anyway, I think we're, we're saying go. We have about a minute left. Trav, I know you're, you're settled in Philly right now. Settled. I mean, you're in Philly right now. You're, you're back at your crib. I'm in Norway. But I know we're not going anywhere. We're not going to do this. But if you theoretically had to go somewhere for the next six months, where would you go, my friend? So we're playing the game where I'd go somewhere six months. I wouldn't be like allowed to leave that country. Like I have to stay within their borders. Are we talking about going to a region? Um, I know you, know, I you can move around, but you're you're you can move around, but you're kind of setting yourself up there. You're going to rent an apartment. And you're going to be there. I ish. I would go to uh, Southeast Asia, probably Thailand, because I'd rent an apartment there because it's cheap to get everywhere else. And I've been there before, and I love the food, and I miss the food. And six months means the weather isn't going to go too crazy either way. So I got six months of pretty good weather versus, uh, you know, if I was somewhere else, I might have to deal with winter, and I'd want to get away from winter. So Southeast Asia, I think, is my bet. How about yourself? I know we're getting buzzed right now. I would go to check out probably a digital nomad hotspot and it would be Medellin, Colombia because I've never been to Colombia and I love South America in general. I've been a lot of places in South America but never there and I just think it would be cool to go to a place that I've never been to and just set up shop and be like, all right, I'm here now and let's let's do this. I, I might change my vote. Me too. <laughs> Either way, can't go wrong. So there you guys have it. Thank you for listening today. For someone who's looking to go, or if you have gone and this has been a good decision, tweet us at Pack of Peanuts at Zero to Travel. Let us know how it went. Let us know where you are, where you've been. Always great to hear um, from people who are doing it. And if you're someone who's wondering about it, we can help. 
please, please, please reach out. Let us know. That's one of the reasons we have this podcast and we built this community was to help people take those first couple steps, make those decisions. So if you want to check out the community, of course, you can do that location, com. You can hop on the email newsletter. That'll give you a lot of cool freebies um, and see what we do inside of the community there. Yeah, thanks so much. It was this was a fun topic. We're always up for uh, talking. This is the intersection of travel and business. So That's much right. around it. We'll see you next time. Thanks for the uh, question, Travel Casey. Cheers. Peace.